Hello, hello and welcome. Welcome back to Trucking Answers the Podcast. I hope you have your ear holes open because that's the only way you're going to get this right through your ears. So open those up and let's get rolling. Gracie is my co-host and she is currently keeping the house safe from birds at the bird feeder. So uh, I'll do most of the talking at this. I am Mark, your podcast host. I also have this little Trucking Answers YouTube channel, which I hope you'll check out as well. And uh, we do some stuff over there. I'll be tweeting about this a little bit later. I was getting out tweet fights with people, which I find quite humorous. Uh, today, let's talk about Austria. Now, there's 33 countries that this podcast is downloaded in. This is podcast number 28, so we've just about used all of those countries up. So we need some more countries to get on. I would say, hey, you other countries get on, but they're not listening, so they can't get on. Anyhow, three downloads now in Austria. Three downloads. One, possibly Julie Andrews. Unknown if that is it. But uh, it is possible uh, that it is that could be one of the downloads. I don't know. If you're from Austria, if you're running through a field, a meadow right now singing, please take a moment to connect to some internet and send me an email and say, Mark, I'm from Austria and we love trucking answers. So I would love to hear from you. That would be really, really great. Now we will have some trucking news, uh, some automotive news, like uh, top five sales uh, for the year so far. I thought that was pretty interesting. And in the third half of the show, we will have another reason we are not on Mars. All right. So uh, that's how we're going to do it here today. And let's get rolling. Now, today is October 5th, 2021. Depending when you're listening to this, this could be 70 years in the future. I don't know. Yesterday, in my timeline, I was at Dot Transportation. Many of you have seen their trucks on the road. They have well over a thousand trucks, 1,500 trucks or something like that. And that was a great day. Dot showed me around Mount Sterling, treated me like a gigantic celebrity that I certainly am not, believe me. And I appreciate that from Dot Transportation. I then did a video there with the president of Dot, the director of operations. Uh, and we did some Q&A for an hour and a half, way longer than we thought. And uh, because there were just people with a lot of questions, which I love. And so I appreciate you all coming on to the live show with questions. The video is up on YouTube. You can see it go through. Uh, they uh, Look, they answer all the questions honestly. And here's the thing about it. When was the last time the president of your company went and, and answered questions just for random people? Like I commented to them, I'm 19 and a half years now at my carrier. I've never met the president of my own company, <laughs> right? And I doubt that I would. The only way to meet him would be as if he was walking down the street or something. It's not like they come around to answer questions. So I, I will be honest with you, you know, that's pretty impressive to me that they would take their time out of an evening to do that and answer everybody's questions. You know, they want drivers like a lot of companies. And there's a few things about Dot that I didn't know that I want to put out here as well, like Hub Miles. All right, I wasn't even aware that they paid Hub Miles. They pay all the miles you drive, Hub Miles. And they take people that have a CDL. So if you have no experience, Dot will train you beyond that. They are actually opening some of their own schools first on the East Coast, East Side. 
in Maryland and uh, Delaware. I actually don't know what state. They're probably going to be mad at me for that, but somewhere out in the East Coast. And uh, then they're going to open some more around the country, probably at all their service centers. And they have a lot of different choices to make. That's why it's hard to nail down. Well, what about this? Net? Call DOT or go to drivefordot.com and put in where you live and see what's around you. Each service center does a few different things. People also think about DOT that, oh, I have to unload my trailer by hand all the time. Now, that was years ago. That's how it was at DOT. That is not the case anymore. They have several divisions. So if you want to unload freight, which some people like doing it, it does keep you in shape. You don't get to be 800 pounds like a lot of drivers when you're unloading freight. And it pays more, to be honest with you, because you get paid for every piece of freight that you touch. They have that. If you go, you know what, Mark? I don't want to unload my trailer all day. They have that too, where you don't touch anything. So they have all these different choices. And what they don't advertise in their yard, because I got a big tour of the place, mostly you see Volvos. There's a ton of Peterbilts. I said, why are those Peterbilts not in your ads? There's a lot of them. All right. Now, I can't guarantee that you get a Peterbilt. I can't guarantee anything uh, for DOT. I don't speak for DOT that way. But I would ask, certainly ask them about it. And there were a lot of them out there. All right. And they have a truck wash and showers there. It was a super nice break room. Okay. It really was. So, and they have a meditation room, which was nice. And so it was quiet. They had a room that was off to the side, no TVs or anything. You could be in there in kind of silence and just sit quietly, which after being on the road, maybe for a while is pretty nice, you know, and they get everybody home pretty often. If you're out over eight days, they start paying you a hundred dollars a day extra plus your pay. So, uh, if that, if that kind of thing happens, be sure to ask them about that kind of stuff. I do want to give them props for this. Now I give companies a lot of grief for cameras. They do have driver-facing cameras, which they answered honestly. And uh, I give them a little grief about that, too. You know, I don't like them. The, my uh, channel here says uh, no to driver-facing cameras. I don't like them. I wish they would be removed. They are the first company, and you tell me if this isn't true, that honestly said, yes, we can go back and look over what's been recorded, even if it didn't set off an alert. Now, I have said that for years since these cameras came out, and I say it because the camera makers say you can do it. Lytix and Samsara both say it continually records, which we all know, and that's probably one thing that aggravates me about trucking companies overall is lying. All right, if something can be done and you're doing it, just say so. Don't lie. Oh, it's not possible. That's every carrier. We only can look at what is being recorded. That's not true. The camera company themselves say it isn't true. This is the first place that said, yeah, we can go back. Now, I, I believe this and that they wouldn't do that. Can you imagine going through 1,500 trucks worth of, you know, 20 hours or whatever of footage? That's not going to happen all the time. But it is possible to do, and I'm glad that they're honest about it. And looking around the town and that, you know, Dot is interested in taking care of drivers beyond, you know, just get in the truck and get the heck out of here. They have, as they said, the president said, a buffet of options, which I told him I was going to trademark, but he already beat me to it. So, <laughs> doggone it. So, uh, I do think that, you know, tell him what you want. 
here's how I want to run and see what they can do for you in your area. It's certainly worth a call. All right. You can be looking, depending what you're willing to do there, you're looking at close to $100,000 for experienced drivers and 70 plus on your first year right after getting your license. So if you went to truck school today, uh, looking at the calendar, you can have your license around Halloween. All right. And by next Halloween, you could have 70 grand have made uh, gross for yourself. And I think that trucking still, whether it's a dot or wherever you are, is life changing money. If you don't have some kind of advanced degree or whatever, you know, some art history degree is not going to get, you know, cut you 70 grand your first year. Well, you're a docent at the art museum. All right. That is not going to make it. Trucking is life changing money for everybody. I love it. It's, uh, you know, can it be aggravating? Sure, I'm sure every job is aggravating, all right? I saw people there in cubicles, as there are companies, dispatchers and everything. I wouldn't like that job. I thought, uh, but you know what? Maybe they like it. There's a job for everybody. They might not like to drive. And the other thing, a lot of the dispatchers, a lot of the people in the offices, they were drivers, okay? These are drivers. These are not just all management people or whatever. And yeah, sure, it's corporate, of course. It's a big place. It has to be. There are rules everywhere. You go, because I know somebody commented about that. Mark, there's too many rules. Well, I mean, the only way to get away from rules is to go get your authority and stick your own name. Joe Jones Trucking on your truck. You can do whatever you want. But as long as you're an employee, there's going to be some rules. I like the place. I do like the place. It's not for me because I'm not going to be gone. Okay, but if you are on the road, you do not have to go to England or to Swift or any of these things if you just got your license or to any other gigantic starter company. All right, you don't have to do that. You can come here and stay here. They have a driver in the Springs. going to have 5 million miles at DOT. 5 million miles at one place. Legit miles. They have, I think she said, 4 at 4 million right now. And a quarter of the place has a million or more miles at DOT. And that says something. When people come, they stay. They stay. So go check out that video. Go talk to him if you have any questions, and uh, that's how that's going to be. All right, so uh, thank you very much to Dr. Interpretation for a great day in Mount Sterling. Um, there was no, there was finally, fi I don't know about finally, <laughs> death in this semi-stowaway, which is what the police are calling it. So remember I did a video about this. These idiots that started in Atlanta, they actually, the police called them buffoons. <laughs> they will not tolerate this buffoonery. I guess some officer had uh, a thesaurus. <laughs> He's like, let's see, idiot, uh, see buffoon. All right, so anyway, anyways, so these guys are hanging. It's always been men, of course, because we do most of the dumb stuff in the world. So these guys are hanging off the side of a truck. One's hanging on the step. I saw one guy on the back on the ICC bumper and holding on to the door handles. All right, on the back of a truck. Do not do this, by the way. There's some kind of challenge, apparently. All right, so Tennessee, some goober was hanging on and fell off. Now, the driver said he saw him there but didn't stop because he was afraid he'd be robbed. And you know what? I don't blame him. You know, now I'm not a lawyer, and I don't know if that's legal to do. But uh, I'll tell you what, in the fear for your life, I don't blame the guy. So he said he didn't stop. The guy tried to open the door, which didn't work, and then he fell off and got run over on I-40. I don't feel bad for him. I wish I did. I just don't. I can't feel bad for somebody doing stupid stuff. I can't take it. Who knows what he was up to? Uh, what buffoonery he was up to. Thank you, Atlanta police, for the wonderful word. 
I don't know. Was he trying to rob him? Who knows? Could it be in drugs or something? I don't know why he was on there, you know, doing a challenge, whatever. If he didn't stop, I don't blame the guy. I personally wouldn't charge him if I was there, but I'm not the lawyer. And, you know, they're looking into it. He's currently not being charged. I don't feel bad for him at all. You know, you know, you're just, you're just an idiot. Let's just be honest with it. All right. So a truck is making a turn and I didn't write the city down. Boy, you know, I don't know why people have me come to their company. I'm uh, quite, um, I don't know what I'm doing here. He makes a right-hand turn as drivers do, but his trailer doesn't go with him. It's trailer runs over the sidewalk and it turns out there's a girl nine or 10 walking her bicycle. He runs her the heck over and drags her down the street because you might not feel it. And I don't know why he's not looking at his tires when he's turning the corner. I always do that, you know, and I try to just hug the curb around there so cars don't get in there. But unless it, unless you have to, right, I'm not up on the sidewalk. Now, when I did local Chicago, there's a lot of times when you have to run the sidewalk or whatever. There's just not room. And I don't know why he ran this, but he ran this kid over and dragged her down the street. He's 73, 73-year-old driver, so... What do you say about that? I say that's pretty horrible. It's pretty horrible. It's very important to be careful all the time. All the time. If you're in the city or whatever, be super careful. This, because you can't take this kind of thing back. Right? This, this can't be taken back. And that's too bad. It really is. Now, do you go to Prince Edward Island? P-E-I. All right. Not that many drivers do, but guess what? They are going to have COVID tests at the port of entry, every port of entry for everyone, not just drivers, but drivers are included. And it doesn't matter if you've been vaccinated. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? So even if you get your vax card, you got to get a, a test, which uh, has to come back negative for them to let you in. Why are we getting this shot if we have to be tested anyways? That's the whole idea. <laughs> All right. Anyways, that's my rant on that, I guess. So you'll be tested at the port of entry. And then even when you come in, you can't go out to eat and stuff. There's a whole list of things that you can't do. So you'll be required if you go there to be tested at port of entry, regardless of who you are. You're coming in a car, on foot, on the back of a yak. However you get there, you'll have to take a test to get into Prince Edward Island. No uh, two ways about it. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration said in the next several years, there'll probably be around 200 autonomous vehicle crashes. 200. And that probably goes partly automotive and partly semi, whatever kind, around 200. And people are, and people, in the article, I mean, the comments on it are like, oh my gosh, see, see how unsafe they are. But look, do you know how many crashes there are just with semis in a year? This is of all levels, okay? All, all levels, but these are all reported crashes. So somewhere there's a police report about them. 500,000. I, nobody was crying about that at all. I looked it up. Look it up, right? Like Ken on Mass Singer. Okay, go watch it. Look it up. 500,000 crashes a year for semis. Doesn't matter whose fault. They're a crash that they're involved in, regardless of fault. They're, and they put this out that there'll be 200 autonomous crashes and people are losing their mind. You got to have a little perspective on this. Okay, have a little perspective on what is going on. That's not that many. The big news, I think, right now is AB5. So, it was, it's been put on hold at the moment. 
for pending review at the Supreme Court because they've had a couple of different views in California, right? This is all California. AB5. So you'll have to pass the ABC uh, test to become an independent contractor. And one of them is you cannot do the work that the business is primarily involved in. So a trucking company cannot have independent truck drivers, right? Because you are doing the work of the company. It can only have employees do that work, right? So Supreme Court says we will not review the lower court's rulings. That means the last ruling stands. There's nowhere else to go. That is my non-legal opinion of this. So the Supreme Court turned it down, said, no, we're not going to review it. That means AB5 currently stands. I don't know where else you go. The only place now that they can go, I think, is law change. That's it, because they're going to, the Supreme Court, SCOTUS, as it says, will not review it. Next place to go, a law change. That's the only way to go. So it stands. So all these companies, Prime and Landstar have been the big ones that were not leasing uh, anyone from California because of this. And I think that will just continue. The only way to do business with a trucking firm is your trucking company, like Prime, for example, would have to do business with you having your own authority. Okay. Having, so you, and that's what they were actually telling people, you, instead of leasing your truck from them, you will have to get your own authority. This is how I believe it will work. Then they can do a business to business. They're saying, okay, we have a load, uh, load X here, and we want you to take it. And so then your business says, all right, we will take that load. They are not using you as an employee. They're saying business to business. And then what you do with the load is your problem. So that's where it stands. And right now it stands nowhere. Skoda said no review of it. I thought that was pretty interesting. I want to go to the top five automotive sales so far in 2021. They're very close to what they were last year. All right. And we're actually going to do top six because the number six best-selling vehicle in the United States is the best-selling sedan in the United States, okay, and that is, that's the high-tech um, sound effects that we use here at Trucking Answers, <laughs> keeping it real, the number six, which is the best-selling sedan, is the Toyota Camry, and they are made in the United States, in Georgetown, Kentucky, and it is always listed as one of the most American cars in the United States, which always bothered me a little bit, that a foreign make is a more American car, but then, you know, we get Ford Fusions made in Mexico, you know, okay, so I guess it, uh, it is what it is, that's the number six best-selling vehicle, 256,769 sales so far to date of Toyota Camrys, you do see them all over the place, they've been making them forever, number five, the Honda CRV. All right, 290,140. You see those around too. I don't like the full real time, as they call it, real time all wheel drive on foreign uh, SUVs. It was way too front wheel drive biased. You don't get the rear tires in unless they detect slip. By then, you're slipping. All right, like I always say, the Ford system uh, of, uh, you know, Ford system of intelligent four wheel drive is better because every time you start, you get four wheel drive. You get on it. Even in dry weather, you get all four tires. All right. It's better for traction. 
it does not get as good a mileage. Although my trip to Dot Transportation, which I'll mention again, I averaged 29 miles per gallon, which I don't consider terrible. It's rated 21 and 27 for four-wheel drive SUV, you know, with intelligent and, uh, you know, the bigger engine, 250 horsepower. So I'll take that all day long going 70 to 75 with the air conditioning running. I will take it. The number four best-selling vehicle, the RAV4. Toyota, again, with the best-selling small SUV. Best, and actually, best-selling SUV in the United States. RAV4. And they sold 313,447 of those. Those, they used to sell those things all over. They've been selling those things forever. You uh, used to be able to get a little tiny one with a five-speed in it. Those were pretty uh, fun to drive even though a little bit low horsepower, but, you know, you could wring out all the power out of that stick. Love it. Number three, Silverado. Any Silverado people out there? Oh, yeah, 407,266 uh, of those. They can get quite expensive looking at pickup trucks. You, these 1,500 dried in a quarter, uh, quarter ton, that'd be like a Chevy Love. Half tons, you know, we can get in 80 thousand dollars for that crazoinked oh my gosh number two this year ram yes last year it was reversed number two the ram yeah i'll tell you i like the way the rams look i do like the way they look now pickup trucks just too huge for me i don't need them i don't haul stuff around uh so ram uh you know nice that gigantic screen in it super cool still get the v8 hemi which sounds great if you get a good exhaust on it I wouldn't get the mild hybrid one. I'm just not into all that. So 434,772 of those out the door. They get pretty expensive too. You can get every different kind of package. That's a Dodge thing, right? Uh, all kinds of stickers and packages and every other kind of thing. Of course, pickup trucks are part-time four-wheel drive. Not not really as good as all-wheel drive on the road. That'd be better off the road. So because you can't use the four-wheel drive on a lot of them on dry pavement it depends on the system so let's put it like that no more uh, manual locking hubs though that's pretty nice and the number one seller so far f-150 right as it has been for what uh, 92 years in a row i believe now 534,831 f-150s out the door so far this year that is down last year they'd sold 770,000 of them by this time so because they just can't make them. They're sitting around without the computer chips and everything. And they commented that Tesla doesn't have any problem with the computer chips because Tesla makes their own chips. That's right. They do a lot of their own chip manufacturing themselves. So they're not waiting for some supplier in some foreign land to get it together and get them chips. That's what car companies used to do. They used to make their own parts. Now every part comes in. Did they barely make anything? They're just basically assembling. It should have say assembled, you know, in Louisville for these F-150s and what Kansas City, I think they have another plant instead of uh, made there anyways, because it's just a bunch of supplier parts that they glue together with body glue or whatever it is. And uh, by the way, that's something that we use down on at Saturdays. <laughs> the Mano, there's a lot of body glue going on down there. Or at least, I don't know, it's some kind of jar, like plasticky looking jar. I don't know what the stuff is you put on your... Anyways, 
There's a reason in the third half of the show that uh, we're not on Mars. People say, Mark, why do you say the third half of the show? Well, that is like a tribute to Car Talk, which is one of my favorite uh, podcasts. It's on NPR. It's been on. They are celebrating 30 years of Car Talk. If you like cars at all, it's Tom and Ray on there. The click and clack, right? The Tappet Brothers. And they're playing the best of shows, of course, because uh, Tommy is uh, had died a couple of years ago, and they went to best of shows. It's a great show, super entertaining. I remember listening to it for almost its whole run. I was super sad when I heard that he passed away. Two guys just talking about cars. I always try to. They take callers, and it's uh, it's just a blast. The show is fun. It's an hour. It you can get it on your favorite podcasting app. Just look up Car Talk, very popular show. If you like cars at all and anything to do with, you know, repairing cars or whatever, it's a great show. And they always talk about the third half of their show. So uh, that's why I do that here. We're going to go to Fresno in the third half of the show today. Fresno. Yeah, so there's a CVS in Fresno and there's this 19-year-old dude, right? What do we know all the time? It's always a dude because we do the dumb stuff, right? Because we're idiots. So he's like, man, you know, it's hot out here in Fresno. Um, I think I need to go to CVS and get myself a soda and a pair of headphones. I just need another set of headphones. But this guy, he doesn't have any money. Oh, but that doesn't stop this dude. No way. So he's on a bike, and he has a backpack, which I don't know why. But I see people out with backpacks all the time. Where are you going? Are you going to school? Anyway, he goes to CVS. He parks his bike in front of the place because you're going to want a quick getaway. Takes off his backpack. Some stores don't let you go in with a backpack. Leaves it there hanging on his bike. Goes inside. Grabs a soda. I don't know what kind of soda. It is probably Jolt. Grabs head a head sound you know headphones it didn't say what kind all right I don't, whatever they sell cvs probably four dollars or one of those great sets and they see him they're like hey dude with bicycle outside you can't take our stuff but he goes bolting for the door and they're chasing him so he, instead of stopping he books it out of there right he hoofs it out of there and takes off they can't catch him wait a minute he left his bike and backpack behind. So they call the popo. And the police come out there and go, oh, what's uh, just the facts, man? And uh, they look in the backpack. What's in the backpack? His resume, a fully filled out professional resume, among other things. And it lists his name, his address, his phone number. And a few things about him, like, I'm a problem solver. <laughs> yep, <laughs> problem. I'm thirsty, solution. I'm going to steal soda. <laughs> okay, solve that problem. I love it. He's 19, by the way, and has been arrested, including this time, because they went to his house and arrested him. This is his seventh arrest, okay? So people can say what they want. Oh, re people just need another chance. They need to be rehabilitated. He's had his chance. Okay, I agree with you. If you mess up, even if you commit a crime, right, I'm all for you being rehabbed, you changing your life, but you have to do that yourself. If you're unwilling to do that, like this guy, you're just going to go steal a soda. This isn't like somebody 
who's starving. Okay, stealing headphones. All right, oh, I don't know what to do. There's freaking jobs. I bet he could have got a job at that CVS and probably got 10% off his purchases. So I don't want to hear it from you bleeding hearts that say rehab. This guy, I'd put this guy in prison for probably 10 years or more. And then and tell him, if you get out and touch anything else and steal it, you will not get out of prison, period. How about that? That's what Mark says from Trucking Answers. I'm sick of it. I'm just sick of it, this guy. I, and you know what they're going to do to him, right? Nothing. Oh, it's only because then people will be like, especially in California, wearing, you know, tie-dyed stuff and dreadlocks. Oh, it's just a soda or whatever. It's only, you know, a dollar with California. It's two dollars. I don't care. It's thievery. He's burgling, stealing, and I don't like it. I don't like it. Prison. Ten years. His seventh, I would have done that. I'm all for three strikes, even on misdemeanors. Third one, you're done. You had your chance. That's how I say. I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't have let him out at all. But they probably don't have a choice there. Sick of it. Either way, this guy. You don't. If you're gonna rob a place, here's the moral of the story. Do not take a professionally filled out resume with you. <laughs> I don't know what he's gonna do. Maybe he just needed the soda to go uh, get a job somewhere else. Don't bring any kind of ID or anything on you that you might want to leave behind. All right, because that might get you busted. And at least I know this guy will not be on Mars when I get there. He's, he won't be there when we finally get to Mars. But he might be a reason that we never go there. All right. So I want to thank everybody for listening today. DriveforDot.com. All right. It's worth a call. Okay. It's certainly worth checking them out, looking them up, and all that kind of stuff. Check out the video on YouTube. We're going to head on out of here today. I want to thank everybody for listening. Remember, we'll be back soon with another podcast. Gracie appreciates everybody being here, and we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening.